ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred eighty two. I'm Captain Awesome and T-Max over there on the other side of the phone. Uh, it wouldn't be the Spanish announce table if there were not technical difficulties. T-Max, you want to explain what's going on without, uh, or, or are you going to break something if you explain it? Should I explain it? <laughs> My headphones just aren't working and I have no idea why. And... You know, it's, it's not even your headphones. It's your computer not properly routing audio to your headphones. Yeah, my computer had an update last night, and after the update, now I can't figure out why the sound that comes from my computer will will not go into my headphones. Ha ha ha! So fun. <laughs> yeah, fun is the four letter or, or the F word that you would use. <laughs> yep, it's it's just so great. So beyond that, man, how was your week? You, you certainly this wasn't uh, this doesn't epitomize how you felt all week. What'd you get into this week? I know you had a big no, thing this weekend, right? No, this, no, this is how my week's been going. Yesterday at work, sucked, hated it. Uh, today at work, wasn't fun. Um, Sunday was nice. Sunday was nice. Sunday I enjoyed uh, company of my girlfriend, and we just sat and relaxed and enjoyed uh, each other's conversation and uh, did that. Saturday night, Megan she, won. Yes, that's that's what I was waiting for. Your friend won uh, won a belt. Yeah, she's the interim champ now. Uh, I don't know what that means. Cyborg tested positive for steroids. We don't know if she's ever coming back. If she does come back and she chooses not to fight in the UFC, then she's going to fight Invicta, and that means that she's going to fight Megan. But then Megan, after she won, said she'd like to fight the winner of the inaugural uh, 145 championship fight in the UFC. So does Megan go to the UFC? Who the hell knows? Invicta. I love them. I think uh, Shannon is great. I've known her for years now. She's the CEO and president. Uh, very sweet lady. Very smart. Very business driven. But Invicta, if they're just going to get p- picked off by uh, the UFC, what the hell are they there for? I get that they're a minor league system, but they don't have belts if you're a minor league system, in my opinion. But so we don't know. Yeah, you got to um, give people something to shoot for, though, while they're there. You know, it's kind of a. It's one of those where you're like, yeah, you're the champion of this, but the moment somebody becomes champion of something like that, are they gone? You know, my brother talked about that when he lived in Colorado. There was this, you know, minor league baseball team that they all loved. He said it's great because they'll be great for one year, but you just know if they're great that year, they're going to suck the next year because everybody's gone. Yeah. So I don't know what Megan's future holds. Uh, I know that she's damn good and she's tough as nails. She took yeah. a huge uh, jab in the first round that put her on her ass almost. Uh, she was able to recover from that and then put it on old uh, Charmaine Tweet and then um, ended up getting the TKO. Kicked her in the face and broke her goddamn face all in half. It was great. Loved it. Wow. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what I did this week and I can't honestly remember to be. 
Yeah, I mean, lately, since the show, it's been kind of low-key. I watched WWE UK. I love that, that two-day special. Yeah. Uh, that bruiser, the bruiserweight guy was fucking awesome. Love that guy. The, mm-hmm. uh, Pete, uh, Pete, something, Pete Dane? Yeah. I think his name yeah. was Pete Dane. Yeah. yeah, he was fucking the shit. I love that guy. And uh, he was fun to watch. Uh, I also like the the uh, anyhow, but I liked a lot of shit about that. So that's gonna be my three P's. Okay. Foreshadowing. Yeah, this weekend was the uh, uh, the ice storm that wasn't. Is that am I remembering this correctly? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we didn't do anything. We just hung out basically. Didn't do much. You know. Uh, oh. Oh no! I know what happened. I went to the Chiefs game courtesy of the NWL. I forgot about that. I'm well, they lost. I'm sitting. At, they lost, so that sucked. But I'm sitting in my house. It's five thirty at night. Fun fact: Chiefs game starts at what seven fifteen. So yep. we're we're watching the Dallas Cowboys Green Bay Packers game in our pajamas, sitting there ready to uh, you know, ready to hang out, watch the Chiefs game when it comes on. And I get a message from Mazer Basin, president. He says, "Hey, man, look, I've got two tickets right now to the to the game. You want to go?" And I'm like, "Oh, um, let me check my." Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, who's who's? I don't know how many people he got to before uh, uh, before me who turned him down to go to that. Maybe there a lot of people scared of the ice storm. I don't know, but you got to go in there, hang out in their suite, uh, got to take some videos, hang out with some of the uh, the talent there, and that was super fun. Uh, fun fact, uh, you know our, our our mutual acquaintance Dom uh, Dom the uh, ring announcer, yes. Don Diablo, uh, that guy. Uh, about had to drop a motherfucker uh, in the box. Um, so this guy's in the box. And nobody really knows. He's not affiliated with NFL, but maybe he's a friend of somebody <laughs> somehow, right? So he's got tickets. And he was asking Dom if he could use his seat to sit down and eat for a second while Dom was standing. And uh, and Don's like, uh, no. <laughs> it's my seat. Nope. And the guy started picking a fight with him. And Don basically told him to fuck off. So that guy said, you know what? I'm going to get out of here before I start a fight. And that guy grabbed three bottles of liquor on his way out and stormed out. <laughs> and then we're all standing there like, hey, fucker, man, what do we do to you? Why do we got to go without liquor? Because you got in a fight with Don. So that was fun. It was a fun time. Although the Chiefs lost, which sucked. Yeah. So. And they weren't the uh, better of the two uh, games. Did you get get to catch that uh, Green Bay-Dallas game? Well, I caught it up until about, you know, the last quarter or so when I was getting ready to rush oh, out the door. Man. But I caught the uh, game-winning field goal at the stadium. Uh, you yeah, know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, but, no, the, uh, the NWL, they put me up a great time, some food, some drinks, some friends hanging out, uh, hopefully more uh to deal with them coming this weekend we'll see um but beyond that man uh the week was pretty uneventful outside of that yeah uh the uh the nwl is this saturday i will be making uh my first appearance at an nwl show so i'm looking forward to that that should be fun oh i got a straight razor shave too that was really oh yeah how did that go oh god if you've never got a straight razor shave definitely do it uh, it almost put me to sleep. It's so re- relaxing. Like they put you back, right? Uh-huh. And then they take a, uh, um, a, a uh, electrical razor, right? And they yeah. just do the normal stuff, right? They trim you and down. They, right. And then they take just a normal razor, like they, they get at any, you know, CVS, yep. Walmart, whatever. And then they get you there. And then. So they're getting you down to get, the basic stubble. Right. The hard and then stuff. they get the straight razor. Yeah. And then, tap, tap, tap. 
Da, they give you the da, hot da, towel da, and everything to, to oh, loosen it? Oh, I got yeah. two different hot towels, and then I got a cold towel at the very end so that it closed up my pores so I didn't get any, like, pimples or ingrown ha- hairs. Yep. Oh, it was so great. So relaxing. Chop Tops in Kansas City. If you've never been there, definitely go. It's like a tattoo shop except where they cut your hair. Uh, and that's where I got my straight razor and my haircut. And I'm looking pretty dapper. I'm going to have to check that out because because I hate shaving. So I And I bitch about this every time. Like I've tried everything, man. I've tried the, the safety razors. I've tried the, the six-blade monster razors. I've tried your store-bought disposable razors. I've, I've got an electric razor now. My face just doesn't like to be shaved. But right. my face also doesn't like a fucking beard. It's itchy and it sucks. So I'm like, what am mm-hmm. I supposed to do? I'm like, am I supposed to nair my face off all the damn time? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So maybe I ought to give these guys a try and see what they uh, yeah, they're see what great. they can do for me. Chop tops. Let's Chop get tops. into the week of wrestling, yeah? Yes. Yes. Let me go first. Let's do it. We we kick these off with the mother loving news each time. We talk about the hottest news items there is. If you want to know more than just the standard hottest items for this show, check out SpanishAnnounceTable.net because each day I give you a quick article or the uh, the mother loving news. Each day of all the news that day, and give you some quick little thoughts on that. But this is just the hottest, the top most stories in the mother loving news. You ready, T Mac? Oh, yeah. Come on. Let's do it. It's true. It's damn true. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is in, is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Now, there have been rumors of other members, but uh, like Rick Rude and um, who's the other one? Uh, DDP. They were uh, rumored Beth to be Phoenix. in, but the headliner for WrestleMania 33 weekend Hall of Fame class 2017 will be none other than Kurt Angle. And I can't believe it. It's going to be amazing. I can give you all the details about what uh, Triple H says. He's a great athlete, yada, yada, yada. We all fucking know how great he is. We've been watching this thing. If you don't know who Kurt Angle is, what the hell are you listening to the show for? Kurt fucking Angle, who spent more time in TNA, is a TNA Hall of Famer, which, fun fact, this is now two years in a row that a TNA Hall of Famer has been the headliner of the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, just wait till uh, just wait till tweet the table. Somebody addresses that. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so yeah, Kurt freaking Angle. Are yeah. you pumped? I'm pumped. I, I'm pumped. And, and he owes it all to the three eyes. See, here's the thing that I love that we do uh, when we take a whole body of career. And for some reason, we do this with everyone. We did this with Obama. Is then we start to look at the first things that got him. Yeah. The three eyes are amazing, right? Yes. Intensity, integrity, intelligence. and intelligence. Yep. I used to say that in high school. I remember my football coach when we had to run. Uh, it was called bear crawlers, where you just get into like a crawling stance and you had to crawl the length of a football field back and forth. He would yell the three eyes at us. Yes. Like, you got to play with intensity, intelligence, integrity, intensity, intelligence, integrity. He would yell that at us, right? Yeah. But in my opinion, that's not what got Kurt Angle over. No. What got Kurt Angle over was the wrestling machine, yep. um, the yippee Kaye with the hats, yep. his classics the with milk. Chris Benoit, yeah, Milkomania, yep. uh, winning the title it's real from Stone Cold. What, it's yeah, true. It's, yeah, it's true. It's true. You suck. Yes. All that great yes. stuff. You suck. I love it. Some of the funnest stuff ever. I love it. I tell you what. 
Kurt Angle, thank God for him. God bless him because I've never not watched wrestling, right? Uh-huh, right. But, and I know that we were, were romanticizing about SmackDown and the SmackDown 5, whatever, of Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, um, Benoit. Chris Benoit, and then was it Chavo that they considered in there too? No, I don't remember. I don't remember who the fifth one is off the top of my head, but I'm not Googling it. We don't fact check, so suck a dick. No fact check. But, but I was never that big of a fan because even though you had Kurt Angle, you had Rene Dupree, and you had Law Resistance, and you yeah. had um, Jamie Noble. Like yeah. I didn't like that stuff. No. So Kurt Angle, honestly, from like – 2002 to 2005 was like my sole reason for watching. Like right now it's hard for me to watch. If it wasn't for SmackDown, I don't know if I'd watch, but Kurt Angle was that thing for me in that, in that time period. And I love him. Every show that he would go to, I'd freak the fuck out and just boom, 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 boom. And just, you suck. And I loved it. My favorite match of all time was a SmackDown match. It was the week before WrestleMania 22. It was Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle for the title. It was one of the best matches I've ever seen. It's the best match I've ever seen in person, but it's one of the best matches I've ever seen, period. And it was amazing. And Kurt Angle, love that guy. He's my favorite. I met him twice. I remember distinctly uh, being a young man, right? Now, this was a while ago. Uh, 30 years ago. uh, No. So uh, we had our first uh, family computer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm living with my mom and dad. Uh and looking on the you know the early stages of the internet wrestling community, right? Looking on the dirt sheets online, mm-hmm. and seeing them talk about this guy in OVW, Kurt Angle, right? Talking about how how great he is, or maybe it wasn't OVW at the time, whatever the you know whatever it was at the time, whatever their right. you know, farm system was then. And they're saying like this guy, the word is this guy is taking to the business faster than anybody can. Re- uh, that, that anybody can remember, right? And I remember thinking, yeah, whatever, right? Like, that's got to be hype, right? They weren't kidding, man. Kurt Angle came out with a shotgun blast. And I think, uh, and and for a long time in TNA, he's one of the main reasons I kept watching TNA. You know what I mean? He was good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that headbutt with Samoa Joe, his matches with Desmond Wolf, his matches with AJ Styles. Remember when Hogan took over in the first pay-per-view after Hogan took over, the main event was Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. Remember his uh, match with Samoa Joe where every single title except for the knockouts title was on the line, and, and Kurt Angle held every single title they had? Tag team, X right. Division, heavyweight champion, all of it. God damn. He was the IWGP heavyweight champion. I met him. He let me hold that belt. It was That's so awesome. cool. Oh, my God. He's the best. I main love event him. mafia. <laughs> main event mafia. Yep. And then all oh, the, the, the moonsaults off the top of a cage. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It was just so great. I love him. He's my third favorite wrestler of all time. But my favorite, like, man's man wrestler, if that yeah, makes sense. Like, I like that. The, well, and, and the most legitimate pro wrestler of what? Of our generation, at least. I mean, like... Oh, of all time. Of Danny all time? Hodge, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, it's I mean, fucking yeah. Kurt Angle. Right. I mean, the guy's got a gold medal that he won with a broken freaking neck. 
Yeah. Right? Here's the other thing, too. Like, my favorite Kurt Angle, and tweet the table us your favorite Kurt Angle, because he definitely has. That's one remarkable thing, is he has different phases of his career. Oh, right? mine's the comedy Kurt Angle with Steve Austin, was my favorite See, Kurt Angle. See, a lot of people love that. You know what mine is, though? It's yeah. wrestling machine Kurt Angle. Yeah, it was I can see that. ECW, I'm wearing a fucking mouthpiece, I'm throwing Randy Orton around, yep. I'm fucking legit as shit. That's my favorite Kurt Angle, because yeah. I was just like, fuck yeah. Remember when he uh, debuted? on SmackDown side in the Battle Royal and threw over Mark Henry to become the yes, champion. Yeah, God yeah. damn, I love Kurt Angle. Yeah. I can do this all night. All right, I love let's, Kurt Angle. All right, let's do something yeah. else before I have a fucking bummer. Yeah, what? Move on. What? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to let Ric Flair be the talent scout. Oh, God. Who's drinking? Triple H confirmed this week that WWE will hold a women's wrestling tournament, much like the Cruiserweight Classic and the UK Championship tournaments. Triple H spoke with the Wrestling Compadres podcast on Fox Sports, saying WWE plans to film the tournament this summer. Triple H did mention that this is difficult to plan the timing for such an event due to their already packed schedule of events and the many schedules of possible talent. This could be fun, man. They, I, I think they like these tournaments a lot. They're getting good response. Plus, you get to do these every year. And then you get like a revolving door of talent that gets to try out in front of your fan base. It's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I love them. I love them because it adds just that like that little uh, juice. You know what I mean? Like uh, just a, hey, there it is, and then we're out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's a new thing to watch. It's something you right. don't have to keep up on. Yeah, I mean, I don't want this to be, turn into a 205 Live or what it looks like to be this WWE UK. I don't think they have enough legs for that. And how many writers? Good God, is oh, writing yeah, all I of know. this content yeah. now. Um, but I'm definitely interested. Uh, hopefully it'll be well. Hopefully they do a good blend of the past and present. Like, I like, uh, you, you know, talking about SmackDown. I like that Mickey James now is on the SmackDown yeah, brand. Uh-huh, yep. But in this tournament, I can't think of really – well, who, they've act, got like a Victoria. Victoria yeah, would get, be good. If Victoria she's still, can still go. And what's that girl they've got who's working in the training? Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The head trainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember her name. I, yeah, yeah, I forget what her name was. Uh, I forget her name and what her name was out there. But she was a big deal. So yeah, <laughs> get some people in there, and and you know those aren't going to win the thing, but that's not the point. They're there to. And then throw in some like Liv Morgan, who's in NXT, but kind of just hanging out, looking cute and everything. Throw uh-huh. her in there too. I think that would be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. All right, well, let's move on. You got your next story ready? Yeah, it's not a good one. Okay. <laughs> So I'm following your lead and yeah. I'm not giving this a headline. Uh, Jimmy Stucka has passed away. Yeah. Um, it was actually reported first by uh, The Rock. He said, quote, our family, uh, Tamina Snuka, asked me uh, to share the sad news that her dad, Jimmy Snuka, has just passed away. And then he says something. Uh I, I don't know how to say it, so I don't want to be rude and try to even pronounce sure, it. But then right. it says, uh, rest in peace, Superfly. So Jimmy Stuka has passed away not too long after he was uh, determined unfit to stand trial. Which and makes he, a lot uh, more passed sense. passed away at the age of 73. Yeah. Which makes a lot more sense. I mean, and we addressed even too then that, yeah, it makes sense when somebody's physically ill that they're not fit to stand trial we just didn't think it made sense that we just give up on trying to figure out if they were actually guilty or not like we don't have to put them on the stand and force them to go to jail but we can still maybe figure out if they were guilty or not but that's you know uh maybe maybe a little out of out of turn to be saying that uh, in a moment like this death is always sad uh and uh definitely 
uh, feel bad for the family, of course, because they're the ones who are left around to, to feel these emotions. Oh, of course. Anytime someone dies, you know, a Tamina Snook is going to be heartbroken. And she shared a picture of her and her dad holding hands, uh, apparently on his deathbed is what I assumed that yeah. picture was from. And then, you know, he obviously had friends and other family members that are affected by the death. Let's not also do this thing where Superfly was the greatest thing of all time and Superfly did this and Superfly did that. He was a top draw in the 70s and early 80s. And people forget he was in the first main event of WrestleMania. It was him, Mr. T, and Hulk Hogan. You know what I'm saying? So he was obviously a huge star. That also being said, he has a lot of controversy. One, as you just mentioned, uh the trial uh, or uh-huh. the murder of his girlfriend and two from all accounts other than a few handful of people that met him here and there he wasn't the greatest person right He's kind of a garbage person yeah so it's very sad it's very heartbreaking when your loved one passes away but i do not want to do this thing where we then Uh, eulogize this person and put angel wings behind his face and you know he's up in the heavens we don't know that he was a garbage person yeah so and that's from accounts not from me because i've never met him but from others and yeah i think the majority of the verdict is that he wasn't the nicest guy don't say it well let's act like we didn't say we think he killed him everyone thinks that we think we killed yeah we think and again i think it was not necessarily cold-blooded murder I think it no. was, you know, manslaughter, as it were. But well, again, yeah, I don't what they were know, trying to but... charge him with was third degree, which is just like, oops, shit, should have reported this, but tried right. to get away with it. Yeah, they got in a fight, and he knocked her over or something of that matter. You know what I mean? Like, it is... Yeah. But again, I, we don't know, obviously, don't know all the details of the case, so I'm not going to make that declaration. And it's sad that he's gone uh, for his family members. Uh, feel for them. But we will move on to another story, yeah? Well, hold on. I want to make one point, though, too. The, the thing that I always like to do in these situations, and this is another hard one because Jimmy Snuka and Jimmy Snuka, the wrestler, are the same name. But Jimmy Snuka, the wrestler, like I oh, said, yeah. main event of WrestleMania 1, oh. the iconic dive from the cage. Yeah. What he did for pro wrestling is do astonishing. Do you know how many times as a kid I stood on something elevated above the ground and put up the the i love you symbol with my hands and dove off strictly because of that guy yeah made the 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 barking noise that he made i mean yeah absolutely the character jimmy snooker was one of my young early favorites right so let's move on all right i bet they try to charge an additional 9.99 what's that WWE is currently working on a Netflix-like feature for the WWE Network that would allow subscribers to download programs for offline viewing, according to PW Insider. Listen to that. My phone's going off. Take a shot. Take a shot. I thought I had that on silent. So, yeah, they're going to – it looks like they're working on a – where you can download the programs to view them later when you maybe don't have access to an easy or cheap internet connection. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I mean, I, I never, I don't think I'll ever find a situation where I'll need to use it, but some people will. Some people want to download it when they go on planes and things like that. And 
Yeah, that's the only time I was thinking about it actually benefiting me is if I do travel, something like that. Because even if you do cross country, or not cross country, but uh, travel by car, sometimes you hit those valleys in the middle of Kansas, middle of Nebraska, where you don't have anything. So if you wanted to put that on for a trip like that, I get it. But I think there's other things they could do that would benefit the company. At some point, though, at some point, though, you do have to compete. Or you do have to keep pace with the industry leaders, and if somebody like Netflix did this, even people who may, may maybe don't understand the same point that you're making, when are you really going to need it? But they're going to hear, oh, geez, you can't offline download? This sucks. And You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, you know, I don't know. Depends on cost benefit, but I'm sure WWE is well well-versed in those kind of accounting principles. So uh, I will probably never use it, but I'm assuming it's going to be good for somebody. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, that's the mother-loving news, the hottest news topics for the week. Uh, if you want to check out some more news, check out every day SpanishAnnounceTable.net and our Facebook page. Of course, we share it. And on our Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash SpanishAnnounceTable podcast and Twitter.com slash Table Show. Yeah. Put those out there. We put out my mother-loving news report of the day. Uh, beyond that, uh, let's just take a break, yeah? Let's do that. We need to get some water. We do need to get some water. We will take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do some Tweet the Table. And if you don't know what that is, you need to stick around and find out when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And according to NASA, the perfect nap should last no more than 26 minutes. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com This is Jeff Foster, Foster, and you're listening to Spanish Welcome back to the Spanish Announce Table. We have all of your hot topics here tonight. Make sure to tip your waitresses. T-Mac, you ready for Tweet the Table? You know, you can buy a Disco Inferno t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. Did you know that? I did not know that, but hopefully soon enough you'll be able to buy a Spanish Announce Table shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees. But if you don't want to wait for that, you can go to the Spanish Announce Merch Table and buy a Spanish Announce Table t-shirt right now. Indeed. Let's get it going with the Tweet the Table. Tweet the Table is a fun, interactive segment of the show where you, the listener, tell us what to talk about. When you're watching wrestling, you get on your Twitter machine and you use hashtag Tweet the Table, all one word. Obviously, that's how a hashtag works. And you give us your any and every wrestling thought. We're going to read the best of them right here. Right here, right now? Right now on this show. At Katie First. Lady. Says, so is Renee out of the Ambrose picture now? If so, that's disappointing. It was making the story more interesting. Hashtag tweet the table. I think it's just that they're moving Miz into the main event storylines. So there's really no reason for the Renee Ambrose angle. I think, yeah, and I think it was just a good pop for a, hey, look at this, and now we're moving on. Mm -hmm. You know? Not everything has to be, and then we're going to build to WrestleMania. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought it was perfect. At B underscore double underscore. D. says, did Roman just flinch at himself? Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't catch that. I don't know. 
Possibly. It wouldn't surprise me. At WIRCANA says, uh, the WWE UK Championship Tournament, this ballroom looks amazing. Similar to the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, it was much better than the Hammerstein Ballroom. I only caught the first match so far, uh, but definitely a cool venue for it. I liked it. Amazing. I hope they do every WWE UK thing there. See, I think that those tournaments would work great especially if you do the two night thing where you have storylines like uh the the bruiser weight guy attacking his opponent for the next night you know if you do yeah. things like that if you do one a quarter i think those work perfect so if you did uh the the, the kid that won tyler bait yeah you know uh he's the champion right yeah and we're in january so then in April, you do it again, but he's the defending champion. So then everyone works their way to then wrestle him, yes. and he's defending it. And then you do another one, May, June, uh, August, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you just do one a quarter, and then it has the, oh, crap, this is still cool. It has the history, so you can go back and watch the old stuff. But then you're not being overdrowned with, I've got to watch NXT, SmackDown, uh, 205, 205 Live, the Raw, UK show, UK show, and then the a women's game. show from their tournament. And, right. Yeah. So if you just sprinkle it in there, it makes it a great compliment for Raw, SmackDown, and your pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. At Lady Undertaker says, I kind of wanted to see Lesnar versus Strowman. Hashtag to the table. They're not going to do that yet, and I think that's smart because – well, here's the thing with that. First of all, it was a great pop when they were face to face. Well, not necessarily face to face, but staring at each other from across the ring. The pop was loud. Strowman staring down Lesnar, but Strowman backs off. So they're building Strowman to be the monster, right? Lesnar's got too much gas in the tank to put them up to each other right now because you can't. Lesnar's got to put him over when they finally go toe-to-toe with the way they're building Strowman. And it's just way too early for that yet. You don't want to have Strowman lose. You don't want Lesnar to lose yet because he's the monster right now. I think it was great to kind of hint at it and leave you wanting it, but not giving it to you yet. I just find it awesome that we're putting Strowman over by osmosis. So Mm. he stares at Undertaker. Yeah. He stares at Brock Lesnar. He stares at, who else? Uh, Goldberg. Right. And it's just like, they haven't done anything. But he's, I think he's just good enough. Like I said, he, he's as close to a total package in one of those large men that we've ever got. You know, like he's not a total package, obviously. I mean, he's not the greatest on the mic. He doesn't move around all that well. But he is above average in all of the puzzle pieces when in regards to these larger than life monster men that they've tried to push. Definitely. Yeah. It's just, my thing though is, like, he hasn't, like, He's done oh, nothing. Right. Look at that one. Oh, he beat up Sami Zayn. Like that's just it. Standing there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's working so far. I mean, the hype is getting built pretty big, and I like it. At the ultimate one says Saxton Huxley looks like a cleaned up version of Luke Harper. Hashtag tweet the table from the UK tournament. Yes. Yeah. He does. That's See, a great. See, analogy. I haven't seen all this yet. I started it today at work, but didn't get you know only one match in. Hey, Jesus. Huh. I want to know, will you be my God? That was a chant during the UK. I like it. Well, here we go to you at Table Show. T-Max says, I was very happy to see Tommy End at the UK Championship Tournament. I'm a big fan of the anti-hero. Hashtag tweet the table. 
Love that fucking guy. He's just the best blend of pro wrestling for me. So he's got like the meanness and like the, all right, we're going to make this a brawl. So I can believe that his uh, offensive attack would work in a falls count anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. But then it's just part of evolution and the process of pro wrestling. But he's got a little bit of the flips and shit, which he showed against Neville. Right. And so, that's a part of the evolution. You can't get passed up by the newer guys that are, you know, doing all the flips and shit. So he blends that in there. And he's just, he's got the look. I think he's just, he's perfect for that next up and coming guy for me. I know you got the Will Ospreys. You got the, uh, Zack Sabre juniors of the world. You got the ricochets, but for me, Tommy end is my guy. As far as the, Who's the coolest guy you never heard of? I love him. I'm love excited. Him. I'm excited to see this as I catch more of this tournament. So, at four people chimed in on this one. At Kitty first, lady says, "Okay, that backstage moment with Zayn Rollins and Reigns was funny." Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado thirty two says, "Poor Sammy, he just wants to be a member of the Shield." Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, "What was Sammy Zayn smoking? Strategy session with Reigns and Rollins was like Cheech and Chong." Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore says, "Neurotic Zayn on Raw was hysterical, especially when you hear in interviews that he may be exactly like that." Hashtag tweet the table. I did like how Reigns said, "This guy's crazier than Ambrose." <laughs> just back down there, although it didn't really fit with just that exact moment because I was like, "Oh man, he's just trying to fucking strategize," and he's nervous like what the fuck man why is he crazier than ambrose but yeah, it was a fun and, and I, well and i didn't understand i mean look it was very funny but it was out of sorts for his character because as an underdog you don't give a shit about who you're wrestling right right and if you even do a callback to the beginning of the show he's the one that jumped Strowman from behind so obviously he's not afraid of a, a physical altercation so it made it like a little bit of like what are we doing but my favorite thing to take away from it, though, was, hey, now we get Sami Zayn to show a little bit more character than Mick Foley. I was just like you. I'm tough. You know, like he can do that for years and years and years. But to get him over and like what we were talking about with Kurt Angle, you've got to evolve and show different sides and layers to your character. This was a fun thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Where do you go after the underdog story because that has to go away at some point uh so maybe him being a little nuts would would do him well yeah yeah or this the neurotic you know attention to detail oh my god okay guys we could totally go out and <laughs> right. wrestle these guys but i gotta go back because i gotta grab my hat if i don't wrestle with my hat then everything's off and if i don't wrestle yep. uh 100 percent <laughs> like like an ocd yeah he'll be ocd sammy Zayn, right right yeah, <laughs> yeah. At WIR Canada says, a let's go Jesus, Jesus sucks chance. Rafflemau, hashtag tweet the table. Yep. The UK tournament. They chanted, let's go Jesus, Jesus sucks. Mm-hmm. And then fun. they did the, you know, the Bailey song, the hey, baby. Yeah. You know, but then they did that with the Jesus thing. Right. Yeah. At yeah, Kitty First. Funny. Lady. This is pretty much expected to see Mickey James back. Excited to see what she'll bring to SmackDown Live. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, I called this on one of my, uh, um, uh, awesome thoughts on SmackDown. I was saying I wanted Lucha, uh, La Luchador to be somebody like a Mickey James to come out of nowhere and just kind of get involved in the storyline. I'm. It's going to be interesting because they did it in a way 
to allude to a past history between Becky Lynch and Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Like Becky, I mean, we obviously in this WWE universe know who Mickey James is, right? Right. But and so for Becky to be like, oh my God, it's Mickey James, makes sense. But then Mickey James was like, yeah, Becky, that's right. Which to me says, okay, they have history. What's mm-hmm. the history? Yeah, so that'll be fun to play out. And I think this is a good way to get Becky Lynch away from the rematch aspect of the title and allow Alexa Bliss to move on. But who who's a face female on you SmackDown? Know. You know. Huh. Who's the face female? Is it Nikki Bella? Yes. Well, she's tied up in this nanny thing for a little bit. That's go. That goes away next week if they want to. God damn it! At the ultimate one says, "Oh shit, this UK crowd is awesome. It's like they make up things on the fly to chant." Hashtag truth table. Well, yeah, that's, that's what a lot of crowds do. That's what chants are. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, two people chime in on this one at the Ice Man forever. Love that fucking guy. Says, "When do Enzo and Cass get a tag title run? It's overdue." Hashtag tweet the table. And you know what? Huh. Go ahead. At Lady Undertaker says, great to see Enzo out of his pimped out wheelchair. Pimping still ain't easy. Hashtag tweet the table. You it know, ain't. we said this a lot when uh, they were in NXT and we're like, guys, guys, when are they going to call them up? And They're right. Out. So yeah. with them, they're original enough and they can always know how to get over to where. Well, they don't I'm need the title. Yeah, they don't need That's the title. And worried. the word is they keep putting stock in this big cast that, like, the WWE brass sees him as a potential big star. So maybe they're just focused on his training, and Enzo's kind of a hype guy. Well, the first thing they got to do with big cast, if they want to put him as a big star, is he's got to cut that hair. Because a foot shorter, and he looks like a lead singer of a bad 90s rock band. You know what bothers me about him, though, is, like, he is so obviously and and painfully reciting remembered lines you can see his eyes rolling in the back of his head reading the script from before you know what i mean like and mm-hmm. you can see when enzo's talking he's mouthing the words because he knows where his spot to chime in is afterwards it's real bad real bad and it's it's not that I, like i'm like of course i mean if you have no experience in doing this kind of thing that's how you're going to be. But to hear that they're like, this guy's going to be our next greatest big star. It's like, well, how are you coming up with that? Because I see this guy well, as like an obvious actor. Roman. True. Roman. True. But Ro- like, I mean, this is one where like even the uneducated person looks at this and go, that guy's reciting Enzo's lines before, you know, before, like as he's speaking. And this is clearly scripted. You know what I mean? Like it's. True. The only reason I give him a pass is because I just think that still in their first year, like it's going to happen at WrestleMania, he'll do the same thing, is because sometimes, like the no mic promo yeah, and then that kind of stuff, I believe that Big Cass is like, holy fuck, this is cool as shit. Oh, God, I got to say something. Like, yeah, I think yeah. he gets lost in the moment, and hey, fuck it, I would too. I would so too, yeah. I'm giving him a little bit of a pass. Now, yeah. when he does his solo work, he does pretty good, I think. Like, yeah, he's he doesn't not do terrible, that. but he's not, right. yeah, he's not good. Right, well, but look at Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, That's what true. I have to say. You know? Yeah. Remember look the, at uh, Cena. Remember the nursery rhymes from Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. At Mr. Fourth Row says, Ethan Carter asking the Anthem Al for advice. OMG. Hashtag to the table. I watched the first segment of Impact from this past week, and he did that. Bobby Lashley was in there talking shit and something, and he was like, well, 
And Ethan goes, well, why don't we just ask the Anthem Al for advice? He's like, Anthem Al? And he like starts asking him a question. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yep. Is he a face or is he Yeah, a he's heel? a face. Like he's kind of like a I want to say anti-face, but he's still a face. Like he's still yeah. he's still Ethan Carter. Like that's what I like about Ethan Carter. We've talked about this with some characters. Like he still acts the same face or heel. It's right. just who he's, he's interacting with. Now. Yeah, and he's so ready to be like I, I he could fit in to a main event storyline in WWE right now. He's that good. Uh, but for whatever reason, you know, they let him go. I, and he wasn't ready then. I mean, it was clear when he was doing that whole, you know, his whole Derek Bateman shtick that he wasn't ready then, but he's ready to go now, and I think he should come back. So, uh, well, no, let him be the guy in TNA and try yeah. to come up with the True. number two. You know who's not um, bad either is Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's not I, bad. Uh, yeah. I know, because he's comfortable. He doesn't yeah. have to do the recite this word and say this thing kind of stuff. Yeah, he uh, fumbles his lines a bit, and he, he's not the greatest just speaker, period, you can tell, which is maybe why he's yeah. quiet a lot of the time, but he's good. He's right. got, like, you know, he's got, he's comfortable in what he's saying. Did they uh, show that he lost his title to Josh Barnett? Uh, I didn't watch that far into it. I just watched the first oh. segment, yeah. Yep. Josh Barnett's their heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah. And he's suspended. I think that was from a UFC. tapings, so I think maybe that's not this recent. You know, oh, well, spoiler still alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think enough people know. If you're listening to this show, you know. Yeah. You know. At Katie First. Lady. I really dig Jack Gallagher's style, and I'm looking forward to the I Forfeit match on 205 Live. Hashtag Tweet the Table. This is all fun and games, and like it, it's a novelty act that will wear off, but as long as they can keep coming up with new ways to throw in like an old-timey reference – it's it, run with it for now. Like the I forfeit match is a great idea. It yeah, brings like, new life and I, like, I quit. I liked it better when it was the VOD villains. Of course, it's the same pop, but like so, just like they came up with, well, what's an old timey way to say I quit? Well, I forfeit. So if you can do that for a couple more weeks, fine. But I, I don't see him being a big star long term. But it's good for now, and it gives it gives something to Two Hundred Five Live. They don't have much else. I don't like it. No, you don't like it at all, even, huh? I really, I mean, look, do I respect him and I don't want him to not have jobs? Sure, of course, no, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But I don't like it. Yeah, It's yeah. just, and this is, again, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, let's hear it. But to me, none of these guys, your Cedric Alexanders, your, uh, Brian Kendrick has some personality, but your TJ Perkins and even Neville, like Neville's cutting great promos, but it's the same. People should look at me. Well, just like Jack Gallagher. Okay. What else? Right. Right. And just to me, the whole 205 live, they just, none of them have personality. It's just vanilla. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing, nothing hits with me with any of those guys. Well, it's, it's, they don't really hit with me a lot either. You know what I mean? Like, it's the only thing is once in a while I'll see, like, Jack Gallagher and I'll be like, eh, that was neat. You know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of. Yeah, it. that's fun to show a non wrestling fan. Like, I like what they're doing. Yeah. Like, that's all it is to yeah, me. Yeah, right. And, and then the other thing is just like, I guess my disappointment comes from, you know, you watch the PWG shows and you see the. Evan Bournes and then the Cedric Alexanders and the Young Bucks and all that. And you're like, this is going to be great. All right. Now they're in the biggest stage possible. And I don't know. It's just, it's like a turd in a punch bowl. It's yeah. just, the, yeah. it's going yeah. over like a lead balloon. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. 
I turn it when they're on Raw. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I fast forward through a lot of it. I'll give you that. Like, if it's uh, the one thing that Two Hundred Five Live on Raw has has going for it is that they have Austin Aries doing the commentary. But does he get in there, and is he going to be a guy, or is he just going to be a cop? They're saying so. So right now his eye's jacked up. Remember his eye got all busted Uh, up? Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But him and Corey Graves are great together. Like they're Yeah, they they play off each other pretty well. And I will say this. To their credit, I enjoy 205 Live exponentially more than any gold dust in our truth segment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or any Titus O'Neil mumbles through things yeah. and flexes his well, chest. Well, so and here's the thing, like we may not like it, but we think it's better than gold dust and our truth and, and the some, shining stars. Right. And, all and that some shit. other people like the two oh five live, so at least that's a good compromise, right? Mm-hmm. You get a segment on Raw, we get something that we don't hate. We just don't really like it. Yeah. Right. Right. That's my whole point there. So before you kill me online and say I'm an asshole, yeah. that's my point. Yeah, they're going to do that anyway. At Chris yeah, Mercado 32 says, great tribute to one of the best. Rest peacefully, Superfly. Hashtag tweet the table. His character was awesome. Yeah. At WIR Cata says, I like Mark Andrews, but man, the name Mandrews and his TNA stick or stink will forever stick with him for me. Thanks, TNA. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah, we've mentioned this before, too. Like, because of TNA being TNA, it has that just aura and that stink on it. Mm-hmm. But I I think that's just more of a association thing, right? So, like, for example, uh, uh, Sunday night, which was odd, they did a UFC fight, right? BJ Penn tried to come back and just looked horrible at the age of 38 against a killer named Yair Rodriguez. But anyhow, there is a Marcin Helg, right? And he is a Bellator guy. Like, he, you think Bellator when you see him fight. So, like, he's fighting a guy who's in the UFC, and it's a UFC fight, but you're just thinking, like, oh, I remember this one fight that he had in Bellator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, okay, you can bring over TNA guy, but we're still going to remember that he did dumb shit or cool shit or whatever. So outside of your exceptions, like a uh, AJ Styles, it's going to be like, oh, but I remember when Samoa Joe yeah. used to have the bloody towel across his chest right, and because all that stuff. AJ Styles has none of that TNA stink on him. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, none of it. Like, it I doesn't still affect- think Samoa Joe does just a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, not even really. For, I mean, yeah, but I've always because I've kind of thought Samoa Joe's a little overrated. If that makes any sense. What? No, it doesn't. Yeah, because everybody talks him like he's this amazing thing. And he's great at portraying anger, right? Yeah. He's amazing at that. And he's great at giving you a brutal match, right? Yeah. Brutal match. Yeah. But that's his only two things that I can say he's, like, good at. He can chain wrestle. Yeah. But not like, like AJ Styles... And you argued this with me until I saw him, like, regularly in there. Like, you're like, no, this guy's fucking the greatest at damn near everything, right? Yeah, I did say And, right. But Samoa Joe, people say that also, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Like, no, he's great at a couple things. He's great at it. Great. Better than most. But not, like, one of the greatest. I I agree with you, but that's also saying, like, um, who's a good analogy to use in this? 
Um, you know, Rob Van Dam is good, but he can do like the cool guy thing and the flips, but he's no Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah well, he's Samoa not. <laughs> well, but what I'm saying is, like, yeah, Samoa Joe can't do what AJ Styles can, but who can do what AJ Styles can? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's my point. I just think, I, I, not necessarily overrated, but overhyped. That makes more sense. I get it. Okay. At B underscore double underscore <laughs> says, don't know what it is. But I find plain clothes Charlotte kind of sexy. Whatever, I'll take the heat. Hashtag tweet the table. What do you mean plain clothes? Like I street just, clothes? Yeah. She wear, She's a very fashionable yeah. person. She's yeah. attractive. And she's got a great body. Yeah, she has no hips, but right. I mean, that's it. But I mean, like, yeah. It's I, weird that she has no hips. Like, none. it's seriously just like, if you look it, at her straight on and ignore the chest, it's yeah. just straight down. She is like a, a, an upside down V. Or no, just, uh, I mean, a regular a, a re- upside V. Like a regular V, right? From her mm-hmm. shoulders down to her, like, legs. There's no, it's like a straight line in an angle. Like, just a V, you know? It's weird. All the way down. Um, but she's but no, attractive. She's not, yeah, she's not, she's definitely not an ugly person or anything like that. I could definitely see how some people would find her. <laughs> Sexy. Uh, this week I noticed, and maybe it was just me because I like to nitpick, but man, she like overdid it with the teeth whitening. Yeah. Like the front row, the top of it, I was like, God damn, I can see my reflection when I'm watching you on TV. Yeah, she yeah, she definitely uh definitely brightens the pearlies there. At the ultimate one says Pete Dune looks like that short dude that starts fights in the pub. Hashtag tweet the table. He looked fashionable too. I've seen him in some shots, uh, yeah. like outside of the ring kind of stuff, like doing promotional he, stuff. He like, probably wear that shit. He probably does start fights in the pub, man. When you can fight, you start fights. Uh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, right. You don't I run mean, away from them. No, exactly. You're, you're not. You'll be quick to engage in one. Let's say that when you know you can fight. And somebody's like, you want to go? You're like, yes, I do. Fucking <laughs> let's go. At Kenny yeah. first. Lady. Cool to see Kurt Angle going into the Hall of Fame. Enjoyed what he did in the ring. Hashtag it's true. Hashtag tweet the table. Love it. Love it. Uh, at Chris Mercado 32 says, for a second, I had hope that we would see Neville and Tony Nese form a tag team. You could call them the Little Giants. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> At GBL three sixteen hashtag tweet the table, <laughs> right? Little giants. That's great. That makes it. Yeah. I'm just, pict- I'm just yeah. picturing them like getting booked in a match against like a uh, big cast and uh, who's another Braun Strowman. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're the little giants. Little giants. At GBL three sixteen says hashtag tweet the table for the lols. The New Day, entering the Royal Rumble, numbers one, two, and three. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Uh, do you want to do some fun just fantasy booking of Royal Rumble? Okay. Let's get it. You, you know what I want in there? Like, what do you this, this needs to be a moment. Okay. So Ellsworth finds a way that, you know, numbers 11 and 12 eliminated themselves. 13 comes out, and it's Ellsworth, right? Okay. Okay. You know who needs to be 14? Braun Strowman? No. No. Gilbert. Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> they actually have history. Gilbert uh, was the maintenance guy at uh, at uh, 
uh, Ellsworth School. Really? Yeah, watch the ride-along. The Because ride, Daniel Bryan's like, you're kind of like this uh, generation's Gilbert. He's like, actually, no Gilbert. He's like a really close friend. And Daniel Bryan's like, no shit. He's like, yeah, he was our maintenance guy at school. So, like, <laughs> on a Monday night, I would see him on Raw. And then on a Thursday, he would, like, fix a light. <laughs> yes! Yeah, isn't that great? So you have the history. You have the analogy of the two. I think they need to be in there. <laughs> I think Ty Dillinger needs to come in at number 10. Yes. Right? Yes. And I kind of feel like this is uh, another year where they need a 40-man rumble just because they've got so many people now with the two brands, the, the NXT. UK, women. Yeah. I think they need to put more women in there. Yeah. Why, why is, this the year, one? is this the year that they need a women's money in the bank? No, next year. I feel like you could year. do a cross-promotional money in the bank, right? You're bound to have six or seven girls from both brands mm-hmm. that are big enough names. And the winner gets to uh, fight for that show's yeah. championship. Yeah, her show's that championship, right? Yeah. yeah, I like that Money idea. Money in the bank. But no, I would, I would say put in Nia Jax, mm. put in um, Asuka, yep. and then put in a Bailey, mm. who's just like, I think I can do it, you know? Yeah. Fun. Right there. I like it. All right. At Katie first. Lady. Says, I like Bailey. But she needs to have more confidence in her promos and bring more passion. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore says, did Charlotte say I see myself in Bailey? I mean, sometimes. Yeah, especially when I'm all by myself. Oh, you still there, bro? Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Her promos suck. Uh, Bailey's? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Charlotte's weren't the greatest either. I could tell where she was pausing also and being like, shit, what am I supposed to say here? But she was delivering it quicker and better. Like, you could tell when she was like, okay, next line. But she would deliver it immediately and quickly. Bailey is one of those, like, where she's saying it halfway and is like, shit, am I saying the same thing? Like, okay, Charlotte, you say that, but but my response is, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Well, yeah. she has no presence on the mic either. It's no. like even when she does say something that she wants to say from the heart, mm-hmm. it just sounds like I what, handed a microphone what, to someone in the crowd and said, hey, you yeah. say this. What did get fun was, was when she was reading the poems and she's like, no, no, you guys saw it. You know I can write. Like, you know what I mean? Like when she was getting yeah. into it, like, but that was it. Like that was the only moment that made me like half smile. I didn't like any of it. The only thing that I took away from it is, God, Jesus, how long has Cena been wrestling? Yeah, right. Because here's a grown woman. This is a grown woman, right? And and he hasn't aged since that photo. HGH, man, tell of a drug. At WIRCATA says, I wonder if Eli Cottonwood has ever been to Mustache Mountain. Hashtag I have a mustache. Hashtag join the table. God, that's still one of the funniest fucking moments of WWE television ever. (laughs) Cut a promo on mustache. Uh, I don't have a mustache. Motherfucker. That's why we gave you this term. <laughs> uh, some ended. people would say they would like to have a mustache. That, like, ended, that ended his WWE career right there. <laughs> it was like, you're done. You're never, ever coming back here. Ever. You don't even know you've got a mustache, you dumbass? <laughs> Uh, those poor bastards you've got that ugly fucking silkworm on your upper lip and you don't even know you've got a mustache at living legend 148 says 
Uh, by the way, we haven't heard from Living Legend in how damn long. I like it. He says 2016 WWE Hall of Fame, Sting. 2017, Kurt Angle. So 2018 will be the Dudleys. 2019, Earl Hebner. 2020, Gail Kim. TNA Hall of Fame. Same order. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, it is the same order. Right. <laughs> so if they do the it. Dudleys next year. Huh? Because that's well, that. The Dudleys would, make sense. Yeah. The Dudleys would make sense. Earl Hebner would make sense in 2019. Mm, he wouldn't no, be the no. headliner, but. Nah, he's, he's never going in. Why? He Earl sold Hebner? shit. He fucked him over money wise. Yeah, true. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, I'm hot, you're hot, let's yell at each other, okay, then let's just not talk. This is a, hey man, were you fucking us over on money? Mm-hmm. That's a different story. Yeah. That ain't uh, a, that ain't an argument that but he, we just get childish He put his enough. own health and safety at risk by doing the fucking uh, the screw job for you. Yeah, they don't care about that. Yeah, they, they don't. care about money. They care about money. Yeah. Yep. That's that. But then does Jeff Jarrett? That's go in Trump. After that? I mean McMahon. Sorry, <clears throat> McMahon. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But does Jeff Jarrett go in? <laughs> Ooh, well, he's not in the. Oh yeah, he is in the. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. He'll never go in. He'll never. He was go the in. only guy fired uh, on the last episode of Nitro, and then you know the simulcast when uh, Vince McMahon was like, "How do you spell Jeff Jarrett?" F I double R double E D fired. Fired. He's the only guy that got fired. Uh, fired. Buff Bagwell got a chance before yeah. he did. <laughs> At Mr. Fourth Row says, It's a new day for Impact Wrestling as they introduce the owl as the official mascot. Who? 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 Hashtag to the table. Oh, impact. Do they do that chant? If they don't do that chant at the start of every show, they should do that. The crowd yeah. is stupid. That, that's <laughs> I just like, I still, you got to go find that, um, the, uh, the segment of impact where he's asking the owl for advice. <laughs> like, he's just like, what do you think? Should we do that? I don't know. It was super fun. Yeah. All right. Like Final one, and I don't have the sound clip that we used to have, but fuck it. It's the real cock underscore C-O-C. Mm-hmm. He says, <clears throat> are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Don West is back. Oh, my God. Hashtag tweet the table. T-Mac, hit me with it. i tell you what. We got a great deal here. We've got five shirts for a dollar, and then we've got 12 DVDs for a quarter. i tell you what. This is the best deal of a lifetime. You thought the deals were great when I was there the first time. The second time's even better. i tell you what. We're going to give you 120% off of any car that you want. What am I doing? I'm selling cars. Why not? 120%. On top of that, we're going to give you Sting. No, not the action figure. Not the DVD. Actually, Sting. He ain't doing shit, so we got him. He's going to be doing <laughs> autograph signings. Who wants an autograph. 120% off of any car, huh? 120% yeah. off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, sounds, doesn't it? That sounds just like Donald West. All right. Oh, that's great. It, Tina's going backwards, man. They they brought Dutch Mantel back. They got Jeff Jarrett on creative. They got Don West back. Fuck it. Let's just let's get well, Mike today back in there. Is, Fuck it. Hey, we hit great during this one time period when people cared about the X division 
and all of us were here. So why don't we just try that 2.0? Let's just get out of here. Let's take a break. We're going to come back and answer some listener emails. Listener emails. It's going to be fantastic. We got deals of hot deals. Yeah. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Speaking about music, the Beatles couldn't read sheet music. Yeah! TradingTopicsNetwork.com This is Rob Schamberger, the Artist of Champions, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. blood pumping yeah get your heart to heart of thumping it's time for the email segment of the show if you want to email the show t-mac what do you do just do it just do it you table show at gmail.com that is also where you can donate to this show we need money t-mac needs some better equipment so that he doesn't have to talk on the phone the whole time we just need money for our expenses plural i've been spending a lot of money lately on some of this stuff for videos, for for podcast endeavors, uh, it takes money, right? We got to have website fees. We got to have network fees. We got to have all that kind of shit, right? We need help. Time and time equals money. Tableshow at gmail.com. Donate us some of that money. I know you got extra money. You're buying candy bars. You're buying fast food value meals. Tax season's coming up. You're going to get a tax return. You are going to get a tax return. You don't need that money. Give it all to us. <laughs> T-Mac, what would Don West give you for your tax return money? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> all right, never mind. Let's get into the emails. Tableshow at gmail.com. The first one, as we always, 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 always kick them off with Katie the first. Lady. Whoa, look at that. Yeah. All right. Kevin Owens still going. Katie, the first who? Lady. She says, Hey, lady. Wow. I'm stu- huh? Hey, lady. I'm stuck in the parking lot. I'll give you 12 DVDs for a jump start. <laughs> <laughs> I left my dome light on. I got to get home. <laughs> They're TNAs, but let me finish. I'll give you I'll the best of Samoa Joe. He's in NXT. <laughs> We got Jeff Hardy. You don't want Jeff Hardy? Then we'll give you AJ Styles. Remember him? He was with us. <laughs> That's hard to do for a long yeah, time. Katie, the first lady, says, well? Boys, I'm sick. Dealing with the after effects of a head cold, cough, and one of my ears clogged. So suffice Ew. it to say, the last week and a half sucks. Was debating on not sending an email this week. However, I figured by sending one in, it'll be just the medicine I need. Aww. Aww. The Rumble is shaping up to be a pretty decent show. I believe with a lot of star power in the Rumble match so far. But here's my question. I believe we'll see Triple H at the Rumble. But will he interfere or be a participant? Last year, he was a participant. And not only won, but became champion. I know the title is not on the line, and this is really to continue the feud with Rollins, but will he be active in the match itself? I'd say yes. Also, one last thing, just for fun. Both of you describe how Kofi will avoid elimination, and which would be the most believable. Hopefully, 
I'll feel a lot better next week. Later, Katie, the first lady. Okay, so Triple H, is he going to be a participant or will he just interfere? I think he's going to interfere and uh, figure out a way to cost uh, Rollins. I think he'll eliminate, like very similar to how Brock Lesnar uh, cost Goldberg in the Royal Rumble, and that's what started their feud. Uh-huh. I think Rollins will get distracted by Triple H and then uh, a Chris Jericho or another heel like a uh, a Miz might, uh, yeah, like Miz might eliminate Rollins because Triple H interferes. Okay. So how does Kofi avoid elimination? Uh, I think this time something with New Day, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think he, he might, maybe with that trombone, maybe he does like a handstand on the trombone. So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking of two things, up. right? Two things. He either, yeah, the New Day manages to grab a chair as he's getting thrown out and he lands in the chair, right? And they carry him back to the ring because they've already been eliminated. Or, or it involves Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil's out there trying to interfere and and he grabs Kofi and yanks him over, but yet Kofi manages to like sit on his shoulders, right? And he's like pounding him on the head and then like scream like scrambles yeah. back into the thing. Which is probably I, more believable. I think that something like that might happen. I think this is what they should do. I mm-hmm. think they should do uh two guys at the same time getting eliminated. It's Xavier Woods. That's your favorite and- well, yeah, what? it is. Uh, it's Xavier Woods and Kofi at the same time. But Kofi just gets eliminated normal, right? So he just gets mm-hmm. thrown over the top and does it. But then Xavier Woods does the crazy handstand yeah. and stuff like that. And Kofi looks at him and, like, grins. He's like, okay, I All see right. you. Right. And then Kofi gets back in. He's like, huh? Ah? Ah? And then he gets eliminated. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Cool. Katie the first. Lady. She's hey, awesome. speaking of the Royal Rumble, though. Uh, I listened to uh, something to wrestle with, uh, with Bruce Pritchard, and he did the 1997 Royal Rumble. And one of the cool little caveats that you get in that is how they actually come up with the order, the storylines, the moments of a Royal Rumble. I won't ruin it for you, but check it out. It's the 1997 Royal Rumble. He's actually going to do another Royal Rumble episode this week. Um, he hasn't decided which one cause they do a poll, but, uh, the 1997 Royal Rumble was really cool as far as all the other information, but then you also get to learn like how they book the Royal Rumble. It's not as random as you think. You know, I, um, I was paying attention on Facebook recently and what I love about the WWE network now is that you have the ability to go back and watch like, so the Royal Rumble's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And you can go back and watch every Royal Rumble match since the beginning of the Royal Rumble, right? Now, that takes a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of that time to do that. But I see a lot of people on Facebook doing that, and they'll be like, hey, I've been watching every Royal Rumble. The cool thing about Royal Rumble 92 was blah, 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 and I'll be like, oh, yeah! So I don't got to do that, and all the people on Facebook are doing it for me. Here's another cool thing. Uh, They did this a while back, but I think it goes up to 2010 or 11. But they give you 60-second synopsis with a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. So they give you the best moment of that. So like Drew Carey coming out or Ric Flair went in in 92 or, you know, Shawn Michaels with skinning the cat and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so check those out on YouTube as well. If you just want like a 60-second highlights. I like that. 
Yeah. All right, we'll move on to Chris Mercado. I like that fucking guy. This is Captain and T-Mac. How in the hell are you? Love and life. Me too. Wrestling is pretty exciting at the moment, and a new semester has just begun for me at K-State. So I'm doing pretty damn well. Look, I'm wearing a K-State shirt right now. You guys can't see that at home, but T-Mac can see that. Oh, man. Never seen you K-State, wear that. K-State uh, Apollo shirt, even. What? what? Is that one of 100 that you this have? This is what I wear to work. You know what a guy at work recently asked me? He says, hey, man, how many fucking purple shirts do you have? <laughs> He's like, could you wear a purple shirt every day of the month? And I was like, hmm. Every day of the month, I mean, it would take some washing, but every day of the week, for sure. <laughs> so, <yeah>, absolutely. <laughs> Aside from a few matches, it does not look like any matches for WrestleMania are set in stone at the moment. With that being, yes, said, with that being said, what ideal world title matches would you guys like to see heading to WrestleMania? Personally, I think it would be great if we got Cena versus Taker and Balor versus Owens. That's all for this week. Adios, Chris Mercado. Hold on. He wants... Cena versus Taker for the title? Yeah, sounds like it. No. Yeah, dude, go back to the yeah, just stop. <laughs> no. I uh, wouldn't mind Taker versus Cena, but not for the not title. Not for the title, yeah. No, I want in a perfect world perfect world, that's what we're saying? Yep. Perfect world. We're figuring out a way that the Rollins Triple H match actually uh, ends before WrestleMania, like the pay per view before WrestleMania. And Elimination Chamber. It's a loser. It's a loser leaves town match. Ooh. Rollins loses due to interference by Mick Foley, who turns heel. Ooh. Rollins goes over to SmackDown, and then you have Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles nice. for the WWE Championship, and then. I think, even though it probably won't happen, I think you have to do Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens you for the Universal. To. You have I know to. that. I think they're going to do that match, but not for the title. But because of who they are, I think you settled the argument of we always said that we were the WWE Universal Champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then the match should be to determine who is the real Universal Champion. I like that. And save Baylor or Balor, however you want to say it. Save him for the next night on Raw. Yeah, right? it's it's too late in the game to try to get him thrown in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do, and then you do Kurt Angle Rusev for the United States title, and then you do, uh, or 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 you do the Wyatt family reborn and stronger than ever in a six man tag against. Uh, Al, uh, what's her what, what's her name? American Alpha, Alpha, American Alpha, and Kurt Angle. <laughs> I saw somebody mention online that Kurt Angle should come back and manage like uh, a American Varsity Angle nah, with American like Alpha. You know why? Huh? He's too good. He, he he his star is bigger than them, and they already are True. established. And then. He's so much of a physical type of promo. Like, his stuff always ends up with a fight. You know what I mean? True, yeah. Or, like, in the, and so then they just get overshadowed. But a six-man tag with Orton, Harper, and Wyatt versus American Alpha with Kurt Angle. Because right. then you could protect Kurt Angle because you know he's going to try to kill himself. Yeah. And then you got the Chad Gable and Kurt Angle little, you know, wrinkle in there together, the Olympic heroes kind of bullshit with Jordan, who was also a real wrestler. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 
All right, well, we'll skip over the uh, – first of all, Chris Mercado, thanks for emailing. Keep doing it. And we'll skip over the third emailer because we don't have one. But the fourth emailer is Mr. Fourth Row. You should have no-sold that, though. You should have just, like, we skip over the third one. Right, yeah, fuck the third one. <laughs> he says, <laughs> hello, Captain Awesome and T-Mac. First or fourth of all, I apologize that I'm a curse to the email segment, that when I email in, that it turns into a low amount of emails that you receive. Should I just send three other pen-named emails so I can properly take my fourth spot? Or should I just tell <laughs> all the other email list- or the other listeners to email in, just do it! But on with my subject this week. With Jimmy Snuka passing away this week, I can't help think about his signature moves or his most memorable moves, and that makes me smile and cry tears of happiness. So that makes me think of what move slash match, etc. I remember with great fondness. And that was from TNA Turning Point 2004, back when TNA was really good. Remember that? When Elix Skipper tightrope walked the top of the cage and hitting the Huracan Rana. What about you both? Once again, that's my view, not from the cheap seats and not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row, Mr. Fourth Row. Twitter, at Mr. Fourth Row. Um, memorable moments. What do you got? From a wrestler, like a wrestler, and then that moment, like Jimmy Snuka's dive off the cage kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're going to be cage-related because that's just where my brain goes because of Jimmy Snuka. But I think of... Kurt Angle's moonsault off the top of a cage yep. in TNA and WWE. That's kind of his signature thing. I think of Daniel Bryan sitting atop of the cage when he turned on Bray Wyatt and then the crowd in the best ever yes chant I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I think of... I mean, I think it's so, you know, you know I so think many. of um, I think of the, the streak being broken, hearing that one, two, three, and then like just the crowd being... But Shocked. who do you associate that with? Do you associate that with Brock or do you associate that Undertaker. with Undertaker? I, I associate it with Taker. But I also associate Hogan and the leg drop on Macho to to form the NWO. That mm-hmm. moment was like a, just a stop and fucking stare. Um, I think a Triple H coming back after that yes. quad surgery and the yep. fucking crowd going ape shit crazy for that. Yep. I think of – I also think of uh, going away from WWE but like uh, – ECW when Taz and Sabu were finally in the ring together and so the lights go out Taz, or Taz is standing there with his arms crossed, lights go out, it's fucking Sabu, he hadn't been on TV even forever everyone goes fucking nuts they run at each other and lights go out again and everyone's just going fucking batshit crazy. That's yeah. one of my favorite wrestling moments of all time. Those are fun I think that's good enough. That's Mr. Fourth Row No, you don't gotta make up penned emails, you just gotta convince those other jabronis to chime in, man. Yeah, Cata, where you at? Please. Yeah, where you at, Mop? Where you at, Mop? Who is that Mop? That Mop ain't never coming back. Who is Mop? Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows. He's gone. Is he gone from the Take a Shot? Uh, that the Take a Shot has been gone since like August. Really? Yeah, they haven't had a show in months. Aww. Yeah, something about, and I don't know the full story because I haven't heard it, and I tried to reach out to the guy, but uh, uh, their esteemed host uh, and some family issues or something, and they haven't had a show. That so we're sense. here for you. We're here yeah. for you to get out your, you know, your wrestling stuff, guys. I'm saying, tell your yeah, friends. Yeah, I mean, all those little dorks that were like, I think that John Cena should win the title 18 times. You know, come on. Where you at over here? We'll make yeah, fun we'll of you. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll make fun of you. Yeah, come on. Yeah. What's up? 
We got Don West over here. We got fucking everything, man. I tell you what, you want to share some wrestling stories, they better be TNA DVDs. <laughs> All right, T-Mac. Oh, yeah, we're both coughing, that Don West voice. All right. Don West kicks your ass. <laughs> he does. All right, T-Mac, every week you give us three things that uh, are start with a P. They're positive or patient, something we need to be patient about, or something that was positive from the week of wrestling. T-Mac, what are this week's three Ps? P1. I had to burp there. Mm-hmm. P1. It's a positive, <laughs> but could be a patient. It's the WWE UK tournament, right? Yeah. So that was fun. That was amazing. That ballroom was beautiful. The presentation was great. Finn Baylor was in it. You got I at least got introduced to British pro wrestlers that I never heard of before, like the Bruiserweight, uh, like the Jesus-looking guy, like the 19-year-old kid, Tyler Bate. He's 19 years old. It looks 19, like yeah. – He's a he's a 19 year old uh, guy that looks like a 27 year old Shane Douglas. Okay, you know, and it was great. I loved it. I loved both days. It felt like a cool, like a March Madness type tournament that we talked about. That we liked about that aspect of real sports, you know. And I, I thought it was perfect because the one thing I didn't like about the uh, the flips and shits tournament, it was fucking so long, right? Like, this was one right. day, two days, yeah. done. That was, like, weeks on weeks and weeks. I was like, I already forgot who wrestled who and all that stuff. Anyhow, P1, it's a positive WWE UK tournament. P2, and it's just because, like I said, I love the fucking guy, and he finally made his debut. His name will get changed. I've already forgot it, and I don't have my phone available because I'm doing the Skype on my phone. And my computer, I could have got up, but I'm comfortable in my chair. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, mm-hmm. Uh, it's P2. It's Tommy End. Yeah. How fucking cool is that guy? I think he's a superstar in the making. I think as soon as he just gets his new name and a fucking catchy-ass song, I tell you what, they're going to shoot him to the moon. He's going to be beating Bobby Roode, Nakamura, whoever the fuck's on top at the time. And that guy is the shit, and that's the star boy. Tell you what. And then P3 is another positive, but could be patient. It's Mickey James is Mm. now on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Like, I love it because it adds a sense of history to a new division on SmackDown, right? So if you look at SmackDown, you have Nikki Bella, but fucking Nikki Bella sucks. I don't care. I'm sorry. I like that she came back from neck surgery and yada, yada, yada. But she, I mean, look at what she's doing with Natty. Yeah. That's garbage. And the cool stuff. Yeah, Natty's outshining you. That was... Well, and the and the cool stuff with Carmella was Carmella being cool, not you. Yeah. Hey, you before I mean? you get into that though, can we talk about Natty for a second? Uh, is she putting in her best work at the moment? I don't know. That's like saying uh, if a fat person walks a mile, are they putting how, in their best cardio? How, how about this though? Line of the night on SmackDown was that Nikki Bella's just like her uncle Bret Hart because they're both gonna die alone. <laughs> like now that was fun. Yeah, yeah it was good. That <laughs> yeah, was, was good. Fun. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I'll anyway. give credit when credits due. Yeah, that's that, true. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's fun. Okay, but yeah, Mickey James. So I like it because it adds a sense of history, a sense of veteran leadership a sense of credibility to a division, right? Because after Alexa Bliss, who's still in my book, not a huge star, 
I mean, then you got Carmella, Becky Lynch. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they're all kind of uh, either trying to establish or floundering. But with Mickey James, you know, she's wrestled in WrestleMania as a singles match. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's a big deal. So I like that. But again, anything in pro wrestling, especially WWE related, could go, you know, could shit go in south seconds. real fast. Right. Yeah. So we'll see, but it's a positive right now. So three positives. I like that. So three positives for the week. That's good. Yeah. Then we will get out of here for the week. We'll we'll come back next week. Hopefully, we can get some of these uh, technical difficulties sorted out. Although it feels like a common curse. But no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get all the equipment needed. I'll go broke for you guys. Um, Send some I money. Love you guys that much. Send yeah. some money. Table show at gmail.com on the PayPal. Right. Yes. All right, we'll be back next week for 183 of the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And music, or excuse me, plants grow faster when music is being played. Happy birthday, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase as well. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Money, money.